<laughs> Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends who love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Matt. You say. Zach. No filter today. Because my poppy said, said no. And we're here to talk about wrestling. We are here to talk about wrestling. Yeah. And wrestling related things. But, like, like hot dog terries. But first... <laughs> You're listening to us on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Check out the other shows, like Dealing With It. That's uh, one that I do. And uh, over Overbooked, about books. It's about, w- it's about WWE's booking. <laughs> 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 and uh, the Eavesdrop Podcast, I'm on a sub-show of that called Ranked, coming out soon, talking about how much I hate cops. Nice. Um, It's called Ranked? Is it like Ranked Things? Yeah, you like pick your top five favorite. Song. The badges smell as shit. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, rank. Hey, the podcast is just like, hey, Derek, smell this. And it's just, oh, it's just 10 minutes of Derek, like, oh, God. What is Ooh. that? I do love Ew. smelling things. Oh, my poppy oh. say no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Follows on the internet, uh, Twitter uh, at WrestleBoys Cast. Yeah. Or Instagram uh, at Genuine WrestleBoys. Yeah. Buy a shirt, whatamaneuver.com. And then you'll find it. Yeah, or, <laughs> or bit.ly forward slash Russell Boys merch. Or my trunk. Um, leave us trunk. Leave us a review. Please. Five, oh my God. Five stars with constructive criticism or just something nice. No, just say that we're cool. Just say nice compliments if you, I mean, if you've got nothing else to say. Yeah. My, my teachers always say, if you don't got anything nice to say, go stand in the corner, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Aggressive teaching. It was Gabe. Gabe was my teacher. Oh, okay. Oh. That makes so much sense. Oh, I see. It's like a school of hard knocks type yeah. situation. Yeah, you know when on Facebook when you see somebody went to the school of hard knocks? <laughs> yeah, it's like Gabe's the teacher. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, dude. Gabe being a teacher or the school of hard knocks? Uh, most, mostly the school mm-hmm. district that the school of hard knocks is in. It's, yeah, it's uh, awful. It's a lot of NFL players in yeah. their preseason <laughs> and then you. And Jay-Z. And Jay-Z. An HBO it is. TV show joke. I, I watched the one with uh, the Rams for some reason, and it made me just think Jared Goff is an idiot. I mean, he probably is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. But a good football player. I'm so a good for him. Fucking dork. I hate him. I hate him. Jared. Is that his name? Yeah. Ew. Mm-hmm. Ew. How about you? Ew. Gross. Yeah. My poppy say <laughs> no. My poppy say ew. I'm trying not to say it. <laughs> Oh, it's it's gonna be like uh, you last week with the fucking Kulo. Uh, Kulo, little pitbull. Wait, I did not realize that word meant ass. It oh means, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it definitely does. Ass, little pitbull. Why did you just say ass? Yeah, oh. no, he was just saying ass a lot. Okay, which was cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you no. Know who in wrestling said ass the best? Was two people. Billy Gunn. No, um, Bret Hart and Owen Hart. Just because of like. The way they talk, like the, the Canadian. No, no, it would always say, like, they got so excited to swear. Oh, yeah. Cause it I'm going to drop you on your ass. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Let's want to talk about this week or should we just get into the cards? Um, Like just our weeks? I mean, yeah. How was your week, Matt? Yeah. How was your week? Uh, it was all right. Works. Work. Work sucks. I know. Yeah. You know, leave me roses by the stairs. Commiserating, bro. <laughs> um, how was your week, Oster? It's fine. You get Los Betos at all? No, I did go to the Tacos El Rey truck by my house. Ooh. I walk up and they're like, "We're out of burritos." I was like, "Okay," because like, they saw get... that you were a burrito man. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a burrito boy. And they were like, "I was like, okay, can I get four tacos and rice and beans?" They're like, "We're out of rice and beans. You want more tacos?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." 
I wasn't. It was good. It was pretty good. How many tacos did you end up getting? Six. What three. kind? Three atabata, three asada. There you go. It's good. Yeah. Zach, your week? That was all right. Zach's wearing sure. Zach. I am. Zach on Zach. Zach on Zach. Zach on Zach! Oh. I the way! It's a literal Zach attack. <laughs> a pack of Zachs. His finishing move is the Zach driver, so... It doesn't. I thought it had like a really long. That's name a submission that's move. He does a Michinoku driver. It's called the Zach driver. Oh, okay. Taka gave him the name, mm-hmm. and Taka Michinoku is the one who made that move. So He's a hype man, I, I love it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Isa, how was your week? week, moving boy? Oh, I moved. How's your new house? It's cool. Is it haunted? No. Good. Not yet. Good. Not yet. I'm gonna haunt it with some poop. Whoa. Oh, Papa said no. <laughs> Let's let's dive into the card because we can talk about the week through the card. Okay. Well, we're gonna start with takeover. Card being this weekend is a huge wrestling weekend. Holy shit! I think it's like the last weekend of G one. We have NXT Takeover. We have Summer Fest. We have it all. Yeah. This is all on the line. Um, everything is on the line except tag team titles and the IC title and the US, I don't the know US title is the women's tag women's title. tag titles. Um, None of those are on the line. But. Yeah, that's true. Um, give us a little G one update. Um, so in I think A block or whatever, I forgot what block it is. Only Abushi and Okada are still alive. Fuck yeah! And B block, you still have Moxley. Wait, so they do eliminate people, or is it's it just mathematically? It's mathematically, they're 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 gone. Um, in the B block, I think we still have a few people left. So it's like Moxley, um, Juice, Jay White, um. I think Ishii and Naito are all still alive. Right. At this point, what do you think the finals are going to be? Finals are probably going to be Ibushi versus, I want to say, either um, Moxley or um, Moxley or Naito. Okay. Or Ishii. No, no probably not Ishii. Or Ishii mm-hmm. is actually eliminated. Damn it. And so, yeah. Has he ever won a G1? No. No. Okay. I did see recently... A cameo he had in a J-pop uh, music video. What? Uh, where he is like romantic lead in it. And Hell it's yes! Fucking great. It's handsome Ishii. I want to see handsome Ishii. I'm it's gonna look that good. up later. That sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Goto's still alive. Oh, okay. there been, we there we go. They've been really pushing that like that whole like he's really in, like re like reinvigorated now like from hanging out with Shibata, I guess. Mm. But yeah, whatever. How's your How's your favorite wrestler Taichi doing? He sucks. Fuck him. He's also like six points, so he doesn't. He's not doing shit. So does that mean he won six matches? Or is no, it's two points, two points if you win, one for a draw, and zero for. God, awesome. Why are they so fucking confused? Math, dude. I I can't do it. I don't do it. Math. I don't. Don't do it. Not even. Not even any time. Yeah. Not even a number. I don't know. I don't do math. <laughs> yeah, I wish I knew numbers. That's a, that's not true of me. I have spreadsheets <laughs> about things. Yeah, um, but I, I I'm guessing a Bush, like my pick to win was Abushi. I feel it's his year. Um, either Abushi or Naito hack like they mm. they both need to win. Yeah, or Okada wins and chooses a challenger, which they've never done. Yeah, it'll be like he'll pick like I'm gonna pick Yoshihashi. <laughs> Yoshihashi looks like when you watch like any of the G1 stuff. Like when he's just doing his tag matches, he looks like he just doesn't want to wrestle. Mm-mm. He just looks so like like why am I here? Well, who he, am I? He's the one who brained himself on the ring, right? 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, would you want to wrestle after that? No, not at all. Like he, he took the Titus O'Neil and like took it to the next level. Yeah, well, cool. That's your G one update. Yeah, we'll talk about it more like once it ends and like the like the must see matches. There's just so much to get into with G one. Mm-hmm. I every, I mean, since I started watching it, every time it comes around, I'm like, all right. I can't. I'm gonna really follow it this time, and like it's now I'm so like, much. it's just so easy to get behind on. And once said, you get behind, you get behind, and yeah. then it just it doesn't stop. It's a runway train. Yeah, don't stop coming. Yeah, Zack Saber Junior.'s promos away. continue to be great. Yeah, constant source of just amazing content. The one against Lance Archer was so good. Mm-hmm. Was it? Is it Lance Archer? Did I say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was just just like he was like, yeah, he's scary. He, he, he might can eat beat me. me up. Yeah, he's talking about that. He might eat him <laughs> and shit him out. Yeah, yeah. Zack Saber Junior. is the best promo. He blamed all his losses on Boris Johnson becoming prime minister and being distracted by that. Has any wrestler been so open politically? Not in a good way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not. Because yeah, not like it's, it's an essential part to his character. I mean, Jack Swagger. Again. I think he was <laughs> way more open than uh, <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> because Jack Swagger was definitely the like super right wing guy, yeah. and then I like, come to find out, kind of just who he is. Yeah. Oh, oh. Before we get into the card, this is the first time I've ever watched Triple Mania. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my god, yeah, that was fun as fuck. You had two fucking just grandpas beating the hell out of each other with bleeding. a hammer. So much blood. Oh my, it was. It was great. Like, go out of your way to watch uh, Triple Mania. Um, Aerostar's entrance. Aerostar's uh, entrance, and then also off that platform, like falling, like however many feet that was. Jesus, um, it's great show. I mean, uh, Kenny Omega. I mean, the Elite versus uh, Laredo Kid and Lucha Brothers was awesome. Um, the main event is really, really cool, especially for this Lucha Libre. I mean, you got Doctor Wagner Jr. and Blue Demon Jr. bleeding out all of the blood, all their yeah. blood. They saw Cody versus Dustin were like, hold my cerveza. <laughs> I, have a, I have a lot more blood than that. <laughs> and they're both 53 years old. Jesus. And it, it's kind of a testament to kind of the difference between uh, Lucha Libre and like American wrestling is they can last that long just because like the stylistically what they do. It's a lot more rolling instead of just mm. straight like throwing yourself to the ground. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of selling. Didn't someone come out in like just a straight Trump gimmick? Well, Conan said Trump was right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he was, being he was a doing heel. it to get heel heat, but like, yeah, is it all fake? Yes. Okay. Conan, it is. Cool. Yeah. I feel like if it is, if they are actually fake, and especially in Mexico, that's a good way to be just a fucking superhero. Yeah. Sam Adonis, Brian Cage is doing it for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt. But I was not doing it. Yeah, he was. I wasn't doing it for any time. Yes, he was. No, I saw it. Oh. Zach was there. For some reason, me and Zach were at the uh, Crash Lucha Libre in Mexico and Tijuana. We're just like, hey, let's drive down there for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then we saw Matt doing his Trump gimmick. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to co-sign this. My poppy say no. <laughs> <laughs> that was his catchphrase. <laughs> and his, his poppy was Trump. <laughs> no. No. I no. took a fucking hard right. That's too handsome to be one of his children. That's so True. nice. Um, I mean, that's a pretty low bar, but (laughs) you're way more handsome than Eric Trump. Thanks. (laughs) I was gonna leave it at Eric, but then I'm like, wait, he has a brother. That's rude. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it's true. Fuck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I met your brother once. He was nice. He's all right. He, he cute. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk about NXT. Um, Start NXT. the takeover. Dude, Slipknot's all over this. This is our last warning right here. <laughs> Slipknot fucking rocks. Slipknot, Slipknot fucks. It's all over this takeover. Same. Uh, yeah, fucking Corey Taylor. Didn't he fucking like... Hey, this is me, Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Check out our new album and NXT TakeOver. <laughs> we like wrestling. <laughs> Check out We Are Not Your Kind. <laughs> we are not your kind. Yeah, I would just wish new Slipknot rocked as much as old Slipknot, but it's good. It's good radio rock. It's it's fine for what mm-hmm. it is. Like and, that, like, it's still fucking heavy. I was thinking if I was, like, scrolling through, like, the X or something, you know, on the radio, and I came across the X and a new Slipknot song was on, I'd be like, well, I'll change it after this song. <laughs> this one's fine. Let's <laughs> see what's yeah, At on least next. it's not Five Finger Death Punch again. Oof. Jesus, thank you. Um, So, NXT TakeOver Toronto. First match. Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai. Oh, it's gonna uh, be awesome! But it's like it's just a it. There's nothing. There's no f- funny gimmicks about it, right? No, not no. having like a hardcore beat your beat yourselves to death match. I mean, Io's probably gonna moonsault with something crazy. Right, that's what I want. But this, this might not be their last match. I no, feel like it's. I no. feel like it's the first of a few because it seems like it's probably gonna. I w- I would guess maybe a DQ or like maybe even double count out kind of finish. Uh, kind of start a blood feud going or something. I I feel that. Um. They need to build an, a challenger because I don't mean for the title. Because I don't think that even though this this whole storyline with Mia Yim is good with Shayna, right? She doesn't seem like the one. Whereas if you have Candice LeRae go and be the one, then you have a brooding Io Shirai in the background. Mm. Oh, Poppy say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a good way because Shayna's had it for how long? A, coming up on a year at Evolution, which was October. So yeah, like. Who had it before her? Was it? It was Kyrie. She and Kyrie traded it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before her was uh, Amber Moon. Yeah. So it's like she's had it for a while. She's great with it. Mm-hmm. But like, I I do think the next logical step is Io, but I like Candace and then Io getting it from Candace. Yes. <clears throat> because you have like a legion of um, baby faces that are also about to be coming up. And a legion is like the next level of wrestlers coming up. And there was rumors of Candace being called up anyway. Oh, really? And so getting her like the rub right now, and then her going up later, like dropping the Eos, and then you have like the Tegan Knoxes who's back. You have I like, will die for her. <laughs> you have Michael Cole lurking in the background. You have like Michael Cole manages Tegan Knox. <laughs> oh <great>. wow! <laughs> You'd have like Dakota Kai who's coming back. You have a lot of people that are kind of Chelsea Green, Chelsea Green, and Deanna Prazzo, yeah. Like, not Rachel Evers. No. What, so what, she many, hurt. Yeah, she tore ACL. Oh. How many how many more takeovers do we have before Mania? Um, you have Toronto, you have Survivor Series, which is I think in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Royal, Rumble. Royal Rumble and then the other one. Oh wow. Yeah. Mania. We have three. Because I wouldn't be surprised if by Mania Shane is up on Maine. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they want to do something with Rhonda. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the one where she loses and goes because Fox wants legitimacy. And that deal starts in October. So do you think Mia might take it off of her? No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe do it on a, a TV. Oh. Or they call her up and then in the November pay-per-view. Oh, which is not, yeah, like, yeah, which is like not uncommon. They do with, with Sasha and Bailey. Sasha was already up on the main roster before she lost it. But I'm excited for the match. Like I'm so glad that the extra match, because there's always the four titles and then another match. 
that it's Candice LeRae and Neo Strike is like, what a way to like, especially like the way they do everything. It's like, it's either going to be that or the tag that starts off the show. And either mm. way, it's going to be a hot opener. Yeah. Like yeah. that's going to be a great way to start that show off. And <clears throat> this isn't on the card. Start the takeover. But is, do you think on the pre-show it's going to be Matt Riddle and Killian Dane? No. They don't, they don't have a pre-show NXT uh, match. Okay. They do they do a couple match tapings, mm. and that's where they're gonna do the finals of the Breakout Star Tournament. Okay, and yeah, yeah. then um, fuck, it's like some tag match or some shit. I don't. Know. Oh, uh, Fandango Brizongo versus um, Pantera's Forgot- Bros. Yeah, Forgotten Sons, which I'm excited for uh, on NXT um, this week. Yeah. I'm very Fandango excited. Looks so cool. Yeah. I'm very now. excited for their makeover. <laughs> the promised what, makeover. Yeah, that's Fandango shows up and he's like, we need to uh, reimagine Fandango. I, uh, Brizango. I love that they like didn't totally ignore their old characters. Like I was kind of expecting it basically to be Johnny Curtis. But I love that he's yeah, he still came fan- out looking like Mox. Yeah, I love that he's still Fandango. But came out and said, Breezy, we we need a makeover. You look ridiculous. Do I? It's like. Yes, and he's wearing like fucking perp, like green and purple, like fur. What what, yeah. a, what an awesome thing! And you know, like Triple H is probably like, hey, you guys know the deal. Go out there and get over. You guys will. And so the deal, you, the Falcon Arrow. Yeah, when you do the deal, Falcon Arrow, nobody kicks out of the Falcon Arrow. Um. Yeah. Next match. Um. Also, just want to say about that match, the promo, the recap promo video is like my favorite they've done in a while. Like. From the, Poppy to Slipknot, it's very good. It's no, perfectly the, the well artist done. Poppy. I know, like the seed muffin. <laughs> it it I literally know. it fits so perfect for this for this well, dude. It was like, it was like the music cut for a little bit, and then Eo's mad, and it mm. Slipknot just starts. Fuck, that's dope. how like is my TV show in my head. Yeah, that's what happens. I get mad and Slipknot starts playing. <laughs> we are not your kid. I push my fingers into my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, what a great song that is. Yeah, duality fucking rips. Let's break let's just go break a house. Fuck <laughs> yeah. It is a good video. Um Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim. It's gonna be a really cool match because first off, they're friends. Second off, they train together. Um, third off again, like when you're friends, like it just goes even more. Yeah. And then Mia Yim is super like inspired. Um, just because it's like this is her first real shot to like show some shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's what's gonna come out of it. I think Shane is gonna win, probably choke her out, but I think Mia's gonna be the star of the match. Well, and just I don't know. Shayna is almost perfect as a wrestler. What a great heel. She under like mm. she's so good on the mic. Like she's everything they wanted Rhonda to be. Or and Baron Corbin. Yeah. And combined. it's <laughs> Like yeah. the way she talks is everything they want out of Baron Corbin being hey, a heel, but I'm Shayna Baszler. But is actually intimidating. Yeah. And I mean it's unfair to compare her with Rhonda. They just kind of started at the same time. They both have a similar backstory. Well, they're, they're part they're, of the horse they're women. Buds. Yeah. yeah, they're horse girls. And so like but Shayna is so she's excellent wrestler. It's she's I think so, it's the big thing is that she understands who her character is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And understands it so well. It's like I forgot who it was. It was, it was an old interview. It was with Luke Gallows, actually. And I was listening because I got the Patreon of uh, Hulk Cabana and just been listening, binging old episodes. And he was talking about Kane and how Kane just understands who Kane is. How Big Glenn just knows who Kane is, what Kane would do, like how Kane would think and react. And Shayna gets that so much in wrestling. She's like, this is how Shayna Baszler, the NXT superstar, this is what she does. This is who she is. This is how she would react. This is how, what she would sound like. Like, 
just has that really deep understanding of her character and it just like fucking comes across so well and she doesn't come across like she's like um like I better care. like better than anybody or like oh or like be above the business like she doesn't feel that way where with Rhonda it kind of felt that way yeah yeah or it felt that way very much actually yeah. <laughs> mm. you could tell she loved wrestling but also she's like I'm Ronda Rousey yeah like of course you're gonna cheer me like this is huge that I'm here and it's like she wasn't wrong but it's like that kind of arrogance with it, it came across like not with as much respect, you know, it came across as arrogance, not confidence. Mm. Yeah, where Shayna Baszler comes off like she's confident, but also respects everything and like is earning it. Mm. Yeah. Like when she has lost, which has only been a few times, like she put the work in to put people over, like she put the work in to put Kyrie over, like really hard. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see where she goes. I hope she doesn't disappear on the main roster, but I don't think she can. No, um, Fox again <laughs> wants legitimacy, so. People like her and I think Matt Riddle are probably going to end up up there yeah. on SmackDown because like Fox is pushing it as a sport and they're doing it already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Is Alistair on SmackDown? He Technically, is. yes. yes. Okay. Because yeah. like he's another, like he has that background even though he's a spooky character. But yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And the ring is legitimate. Yeah. yeah. Right. Chad Gable, maybe that'd be cool. Oh, that'd be oh, another one. Yeah. I mean, he's on 205 Live, so he'd be... And you know, SmackDown. With, yeah. and he so. was made to look like a fucking geek. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus Pete Dunne versus Roderick Strong. Ooh, it's going to break my back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, Fingers, back, and whatever Dream breaks. Hearts. Mm. <laughs> uh, do you think Dream retains, or does Roddy take it? Roddy takes it. Either, yeah... Either Undisputed Era walks out with everything or nothing. Yep. And yep. I, my guess is everything. So My guess is everything as well. Cause it's, we'll, we'll get into it later yeah. on yeah, why yeah. I think that. But also, like, I think it'd be a really big thing for Roddy, especially because you don't have to beat Dream, and that can set up a rematch. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see the story between him and Dunn. Because that too. Like, mm-hmm. because of how it started. Like, Roddy betrayed him to join the Undisputed Era. And then they haven't interacted since then. Mm. So it's good. It's going to be great. It's going to be so good. I'm just excited because, like, Dunn is such a great worker. And I'm glad he's in NXT, like, NXT, I guess, US or like NXT proper now, at least for a while, because I, I love him on the UK brand, but also, like, NXT like in the US is a bigger deal. Mm. Than he, the UK. he did his job in UK. He he built that brand as a champion. He, he put it he put it on his back, got made it so there's finally like there's finally somebody for him to challenge like to challenge him, take it and now like carry that brand. He can go and make his star bigger. Mm-hmm. And now uh Tyler Bate can go whip people's asses in those sliders. <laughs> did you see that? He's wearing those like little sandals and he was just fucking kicking ass and they didn't even fall off his feet at yeah, all. Yeah, good for him. I wanna wow. I wanna know how I don't know That's how you impressive. do that. Yeah. Um yeah, I just I'm excited to see Pete Dunn. I'm excited to see Dream sell in this match. <laughs> yeah, the all three of them are such good workers in totally different ways. Like this is gonna be a really cool match. I just want to see Roddy hit a thousand moves in a row, <laughs> mm-hmm. going both a, of them hundred and then miles per Pete, hour. Pete Dunn no sell it and <laughs> do his thing, and Dream oversell everything. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be just great. I, it's just a good mix of great workers, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Dream is probably going to sell Pete Dunne's like forearm by jumping out of the ring. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to sell the finger break spot by removing his hand. Yeah, <laughs> blades his fingers off. <laughs> That's commitment. 
Street Profits they versus the They still undisputed. wouldn't bleed as much as that uh, Triple Mania match. Oh, no, oh, no God, they no. would not. Uh, Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era. Um, what sucks about the Street Profits um, is that they're both good, and the fans are behind them right now. But what is gonna? It's it's seemingly like they're kind of a flash, and I hope they don't fizzle out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I I do. I mean, I agree that it's probably gonna be undisputed era walking out with all the gold. But I don't know. I've I do feel like the they have been around for a long time. Well, Montez or Angelo Dawkins has been around for a long time, like seven years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I people like them. And I mean, no, they do. People, people have liked them, but I, and I think in ring now they've really kind of turned it up. And so I I really do also hope they don't fizzle out. And I in my had I, I kind of wish they would retain the titles, but I don't think they will. NXT fans are so like kind of like unless you're like one of the like super upper echelon guys, you kind of fizzle out. Yeah. But unless you're like you're you know Matt Riddle, Undisputed Era, like Tommaso Johnny, like unless you're like Velveteen, like if you're in that group, you're fine, you're safe. But like then like next thing you know, like somebody else quote unquote shiny comes in. It's like what Chris Hero or Cash Zone always say. It's like, oh, the new toys are here. Yeah. And then they kind of get tossed aside. And that's what's like, unfortunately, it's going to end up. I, I I feel like it's going to end up happening to them because they, they got nowhere else. And they're like, oh, they're they're big. And then they're going to just kind of go away. Well, and that could have happened with Velveteen if he didn't turn it up. Back mm. when he was Patrick? Yeah. Mm. Well, and like back when I was first watching, like mm. he was just like this guy. He was Kona Reeves. He was on the same level as Kona Reeves, but like more entertaining. Yeah, but well, that's not good. No. But who's where's he now? He fizzled out. Well, no, maybe he's no off one doing, ever cared. He's off doing the shit the the finest do. What's that? Uh, I don't. You know, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not fine. I'm not the finest. I thought I told you I'm the finest. But like, and same with uh, uh, EC3. Yeah. He should have been a big star. And he got called up and disappeared into that's nothingness. Not, that's not that on wasn't on him. That wasn't it's his. It's not, point. but like he should have. He, I mean, he should have been in NXT longer, but that's not his fault. Like, and it, it, neither is the street profits thing. It, it's not that the fans like turned on EC3. It's that he just got buried by events. Yeah. Whereas I think like the fans are just gonna get bored of this. Like right, right now, like they're the new hot cool thing. It's like the Rusev Day shit and stuff like that, where it's the new cool thing right now. But then there's gonna be another new cool thing that comes down the line. Yeah, I, yeah, I do think Montez Ford is endlessly captivating, though. The promo this week was incredible. So good. Yeah, he's he's good. Angelo's the one that's gonna. That's the one that when they split that team up, he's gonna be the Marty, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His um, head's gonna go through a barbershop window. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm still excited for this match because I love. Kyle. Oh, it's gonna be great. Kyle and yeah. Bobby are the best. Oh, it's gonna be good. Yeah. I'm glad that they on, on this week's episode of NXT they also let Bobby talk. Yeah, because Bobby's mm-hmm. a good promo, and like they're like so like shitty and snarky. Yeah, and I actually, love it. It was an effective way to actually get them heel heat with the crowd because Bobby's very good at that. Where yes. like yeah, Kyle is so endlessly funny that it's hard to boo him. Yeah, like but I mean the crowd was chanting "Shut up, Bobby." Yeah, it was great because he was doing it like he was doing his job like, and his just his fucking Kyle's faces just so like. Good, Every time Bobby said something or the Street Prophet said something, he just made this Whoa. stink face. Also, it looked like Bobby Fish got like a facial. 
Dude, that's the thing. I'm like, dude, I just hope Bobby Fish doesn't get uh, injured in this match. It looked like he got yeah. his eyebrows done. Like He was all done up. Yeah. O'Reilly Auto Parts and Lawrence Fishburne Jr. <laughs> that was good. I don't get it. Lawrence Fishburne that was Jr. Good. is not good. It, well, it's because his name is Fish? Yeah. Oh, yeah. now I get it. I'm like, come on. Mm. I'm like, there are, there are better. Auto, there are better. O'Reilly jerseys. Auto Parts is such low hanging fruit. Come on, <laughs> but it's good. But you know what? That was actually the first time where I was like, I thought that was regional. <laughs> I didn't know that was a national brand. Yeah. Oh 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Yeah. And then this episode brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get your car fixed. Yeah. Sponsor O'Reilly. us, O'Reilly. Sure. O'Reilly Auto Parts. My poppy say yes. Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly's Auto Parts. This it's a car part. <laughs> How I don't know cars. You do it. Uh, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Two out of three falls. What a stinker this three is going to be. Three stages of hell. What do you guys... Okay, so we know that the first stage is a street fight. And we yeah, know that the second fight. stage... Is a wrestling match. It's just a pure wrestling match. And then only William Regal knows the third uh, the stage. The third stipulation is going to be a three stages of hell match. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like if you had like... A, you get three wishes and you wish for three more wishes. Uh, I I don't know. Well, I don't... I like Ladder, maybe. Um... Wouldn't be surprised if it's a last man standing. I, I hope it's not that just because that's kind of been like we've seen Johnny done. do that. Like fall I would even take like falls count anywhere over that. Like but it's gonna be something real fucked up, I think. Like maybe um Tommaso Ciampa's like guest referee and on a pole. something super fucked up. <laughs> Did he bagel cool. on a forklift? They come out with light tubes as a death match. Oh, pinata on a pole? Re- uh, wrestle on top of a moving train. Oh, shit. Like, I don't it, know. Monster I don't know. truck match. A monster truck match where... <laughs> yeah, monster truck sumo match. Where fucking Hogan killed the big show. <laughs> <laughs> Threw him off a roof. Oh, no! And then he just he came out just for fine. the regular match and they didn't mention it. Was that where also the Yeti showed up and he was a mummy and then just humped Hogan to death? That might have been. Dude, wrestling is That's so the Yeti. fun. <laughs> yeah. Hot Dog Terry, fuck you. <laughs> fuck Hot Dog Terry. Hot Dog Terry on the corner of 6th and Main. Get your hot dog. <laughs> yeah, that's where it would be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's going to be fun, whatever it is. I feel with the video packages they played, which were, for every single match, were fucking awesome. phenomenal. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Um, I feel like it's almost the swan song of Johnny Gargano. I feel that way, too. I feel like closing out this episode, of, like the, their video package was like closed out this episode of NXT and yeah. it was fitting. It it felt like what you're going to see is something huge. Well, and what was cool about it is it showed Adam Cole on the road, like touring his ass off, working the working Bay hard, Bay Championship Tour and Gargano talking with the big boys. And like Gargano going in and being the 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 wily vet showing him how to do the moonsault. Yeah. Mm. Hey, maybe if you go up to the first rope. <laughs> I that, like that. You did really that's good. That's how I did when I started. He didn't do good. That wasn't a good moonsault. He you needs did to well keep working. Good. That's a pretty good one. That's me, Johnny Gargano. Um, but yeah, it's one like... of his legs is bigger than the other. Random <laughs> Johnny Gargano fact. <laughs> Sick. Um, yeah, it's just it's gonna be fun. I love these two wrestlers. Yeah. It, it's gonna be like forty five minutes long. Oh, this yeah. is one. This is actually the first time. On, so they do odds for everything. Um, Vegas also did like re- or uh, betting sites did odds for the star ratings. Like, hey, what what's Meltzer gonna give? This is the first time that a match has been the over under is five stars. Yeah, Jesus. Like, like the majority of people are saying it's gonna be a five star at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I wouldn't doubt if it is. I think their other two matches are some of the best in WWE history. Mm-hmm. And I don't 
like on their first one is actually the best match star rating wise in WWE history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And it was so good. And this one I think is going to be, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they blow the first two out of the water, mm-hmm. especially yeah. with the stipulation, especially if it is the swan song of Johnny Gargano. What a way to fucking go out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there was any way for them to keep it a secret and not have it obvious in the arena, I really wish the third fall could be Hell in a Cell because that'd be a perfect blow off for them. Like this feud deserves Hell in a Cell. Yes, it does. You know, it, I, and being the first NXT Hell in a Cell would be really thick. I just, I don't think there's any way you can conceal it in the arena and you don't want to give that surprise away. No, then especially like, like for any type of cage match or anything like that. Yeah. Or like, they do like the triple cage from WCW. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Oh dude, that'd what? be so sweet. Ready to rumble style. What was the type of match Regal was in a lot? You think they would do that? Uh, like a round, a, a UK rounds match. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're gonna wrestle for eight more hours. <laughs> uh, jobbing out to people, unfortunately, a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, it could be a submission Sque- match, but have they already done that? No, squeezing an orange. And having the song, he's a man, such a man. That's what Regal did. Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Regal did a lot. It's a drug match. Regal did a lot of drugs. Tojanella's going to come. Fuck yeah. Your third, yeah, your third fall would be to get really high with me. <laughs> I've been clean and sober for years, but here we go. <laughs> I crack my back and I see colors. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wouldn't be sub- I, Submission one would be okay. I want like a fucking like I don't know uh, the he Regal had a twinkle in his eye when he was talking about I have the C I only I know and he was, the third like, falls a two out of three falls match yeah <laughs> yeah just two out of three falls and then Ooh, a battle royal <laughs> no it's so like when you play Gold Nine it's slappers only super kicks only okay I mean that works <laughs> yeah ooh no it's a reverse battle royal TNA style ooh it's a gun match <laughs> oh, oh no no William Regal comes out and he goes uh. Have you seen the movie Crank? I've poisoned I, both of your hearts and your BPM. I've seen the movie Crank, man. I do it every night, man. Yeah, we were. We, I made a movie called Crank one time. Uh, it was me on my iPhone, man. You want to watch it? Yeah, my wait, phone's uh, sticky. And William Ringle says, if either of your heartbeats drop below 55 miles per hour, 55 miles per hour, yeah, you will explode. This is a speed bus wait, match. So you is, will, like, Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves will okay. explode in your heart. So I've never seen Crank. Is it? Is it just speed and escape from New York put together? Yes. Into yeah, a yes, heart? Hell yeah. With Jason you... Statham? Yes. Derek, how the fuck have you not seen that? that? Those movies are literally your alley. I made, there was a long time where I was trying to be up my own ass, and I thought those movies were dumb until I saw Fast Five, and it changed my life, and I was like, I love shitty action movies, so I haven't gone back yet. You gotta. I know. They have sex in public. Sick. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> I had sex with my hand in public. <laughs> um. All right, let's talk about SmackDown. Why can't we talk more about me, man? We will in a second. Jump. Skip, Not SmackDown. SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. Summerfest. No, we're just gonna randomly Summertime. talk about SmackDown. Man. I don't want to. I don't want to see the other rooms in the Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> or maybe I do. A house of horrors. It's actually it's just a normal house. <laughs> This room is fully made out of leather. It's a normal house, but you don't know which rooms have been cranked in. <laughs> I'll give you a just hint. Just like a normal oh, house. Have, um... you guys ever cranked in any random does, room just to do it? Does Bray crank or does, does the, the Fiend crank? Bray. Yeah, the, what the Fiend does is... Not, you don't want to know. We're not allowed not to. Does the Fiend self-suck? 
No. Legally, like, we're not allowed to talk about it. You guys, nobody answered my question, but it's fine. What was your question? I didn't hear. Well, I was have too, I, too busy have, talking have about we, have, we ever, have we ever cranked in a strange room? Just to do it. Just, just to say. Just to say you have. You don't have to say where, but just. Technically, my apartment only has two rooms because the only door inside is into the bathroom. So, yeah. It is. I mean, I've cranked a lot of places. Hey, sometimes mm. your relationship with yourself gets stale and you need to spice it up by doing it in a room you're not supposed to be in. <laughs> okay, there it is. Uh, Brett's right. room and Matt's house. <laughs> <laughs> you cranked in Brett's room? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> well, you know, so did I. I know you do. I, I know. Hear, I, I hear you often, Brett. <laughs> what does he do? Listen to his own promos? He's like, well, you know, well, you know, well, you know, well, you know. Then after well, the two the best, best ways to fall asleep are, you know, one, jack off, two, listen to a Bret Hart promo. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, he just buries uh, WWE until he uh, orgasms. But more Joe's unsafe. <laughs> 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 okay, Summerfest. Good Lord. Um... Drew, Ga- Gu- 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 Drew Goodland. Fuck yeah, Drew Gulak versus Oni Lorcan. Oh, daddy. Longfinger versus Zod. Oh. This, okay, that picture that Oni Lorcan posted on Twitter, he has the longest index finger. I wish my finger was that long, man. Uh, Ray. <laughs> but no, that match is going to be great because they're both like no knee pads guys and they just... It hard and yeah, I watched the the six pack challenge on two hundred five live just before coming up here, and the the one person in the match I wanted most was Oni, and I was the most sure he was not gonna win, and so when he did, I was like, fuck yeah! I thought I was make, making it maybe gonna be like Tazawa. I was pretty sure they weren't gonna go with Nice again. I think it's a great call to have Oni Lurkin uh, go on against Drew Gulak. That's gonna be a fucking brawl. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be really good. Oni's just gonna do like. He's kind of like skinny Roddy, where he does a million moves, like goes super fast all the time. He has a European uppercut that makes my nose bleed when I watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's going to be a great hard-hitting match. Probably going to end up on the pre-show. Except they keep taking matches off the show, so who fucking knows? Yeah. yeah. We gotta I'm make- on the pre-show. That's yeah. true. Well, I'm gotta, replacing you, Sam Roberts. You got to make room I for fucking the, wish. Got to make room for the 60-minute Broadway that's going to be uh, Dolph Ziggler and Cats? Gold- Goldberg. <laughs> oh. Um, At least I got rid of fucking Peter Rosenberg, that stupid piece of shit. Yeah, dork. Oh yeah. Um, Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. I'm actually really excited for yeah, this match. Trish can still go. Charlotte will bring like the absolute best out of her. I'm sure they're Charlotte's like, really good. Mm, Charlotte's very, very good. I don't like her character sometimes because it's kind of annoying. Yeah. I'm the queen. Yeah. Your poppy says no. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> on Instagram she doesn't use filters because her poppy say no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like when when that happens either. <laughs> um, but no, Trish, like this will be a really cool way for Trish to go out, and like she said, it's her final match ever. Um, might as well. It's it, it's very reminiscent of Gail Kim versus Tessa Blanchard, where it's like kind of passing the torch, and so I really like that. Yeah, I think that it's really fitting to have Charlotte go up against her. It's going to be a really fun match. And an yeah. argument to passing the torch. Don't you think a lot of people don't know who Trish Stratus is though? Like people like me. Uh, in my here's, head, Charlotte's a bigger wrestler than Trish Stratus. Here's, uh, here's, you're you're not a uh, you're not the typical fan. You you were you came in later. Everybody like especially like Laps fans like oh Trish Stratus mm-hmm. is back. Like this is honestly a good show for Laps fans. Uh yeah, that's what they're that's, that's what they're going for. <laughs> like I mean, this one just seems different than other ones. I don't know. It has more of a like. Main the way they do that at Mania sometimes. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's weird that it's at SummerSlam. Yeah, 
but not weird because of the stuff going on behind the scenes with like the TV deals and mm-hmm. stuff. Well, and it is the biggest party of the summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. Summerfest. Um, Midsummer. <laughs> I still gotta see that. I still gotta see that movie. It's scary. It's not scary. It's I don't got that kind of time. I, I didn't see it, but I Wikipedia'd it because I can't <laughs> handle horror movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one's that one's rough. Yeah, I, Ari Aster makes rough shit. Yeah, I I want to make a joke, but I won't. I won't make. I won't do a spoily. <laughs> no spoilies. Yeah. No spoils. Um, it's weird that Paige is in it the whole movie though. Oh, it sucks that Ronnie Radke's a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, well, that I knew that years ago. Yes, we knew that, but he's still publicly an asshole. Wait, so yeah. what happened now? Oh, he like tweeted this thing about like not all terrorists are white in America. It's like yeah, fuck off, Ronnie Radke. Oh god, what a fucking idiot. Yeah, let's. I mean, he's already been in prison once, and I shouldn't even brought him. Up. Had different allegations on him anyway. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Of this tweet I just saw of. Somebody that just said, "How is Alberto Doria pay- not Paige's worst boyfriend?" <laughs> oh <laughs> Jesus! Good God, that's awful. But why do good good girls like bad guys? Girls don't like boys. Girls like cars and money. Hell yeah, good Charlotte ribs. Um, Goldberg versus Goldust. What? What? Goldberg versus Goldust. Oh my God! Last man. minute, last minute change. <laughs> yeah, that's so lock and load, man. <laughs> Mercenary. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Dustin, uh, Dustin wanted to go back. Uh, Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. Oh man, this Gold match Dolph. is going to be over in ninety seconds. No, Dolph's winning. So did Dolph you, squashing him. Did you know that that's actually uh, was something that was discussed? With Dolph winning, and they're trying to give him the Randy Orton Legend Killer gimmick. Why, uh, and there's uh, even why? Why, why would was, you need that? Hold on, his whole gimmick is there's, already there's even this shitty gimmick. There's even discussion. Of him using Randy Orton's, hey, nothing you could say. Oh. What? Yeah, like permanently, like as his new theme. I mean, it's a good theme. It hey, fucking, it fucking bangs, but <laughs> yeah, but specifically for Randy, <laughs> it's way better than his current one. Fucking Randy's. You don't hear voices in your head. They I will say, I hear horses in my that head. That one WrestleMania where they played it, it sounded exactly like the recording, it but did. like you know, like the guy was singing it live because. We change up a couple things. Mm-hmm. Who, no, who is it? Is it stained? No, I oh. forgot who it. Rev, Rev Theory. Yeah, Rev oh, Theory. Okay, is. okay. Um, AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Give this match twenty minutes. Let them just do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Is this like work work match of the night? Like, uh, oh, yeah. if they let it be, could yeah. Be. I yeah. do. I genuinely. There, there's a few that could be there. This is definitely. One of them too, as long as has the time. It depends yeah. on on how AJ. I mean, he's going to deliver a performance, but he has been, you know, injured recently, and he's been kind of slower moving the last but, few times we've seen him. He's also wrestling as a heel, right? Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't that's part have of to, it. He doesn't have to be the one to come out and bring the speed because mm-hmm. that's going to be he's just going to be basing for Ricochet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where Ricochet can bring the thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, um, part of it too is also what they wanted, like. If they really want to build some heel heat, and it could be like fucked finish with the club and stuff like that, and to build continue building heel heat, kind of the way Bullet Club that would, would. Like, like like seriously like let him have a twenty minute match just to have a fucking shit finish. Uh, the that that's how AJ won his first IWGP title was Bullet Club basically coming out and fucking up a good match and helping him win. Um, so in yeah. that in that sense, it's if it's ended by DQ, AJ retains. Yes. Mm. I could see Ricochet, I, I, Ricochet needs to win, but it doesn't necessarily need the title. Yeah, I think I, that's actually my prediction of for it is it's going to be DQ. Like he's going to be on the verge of winning, and then 
I mean, why no, build all this you. stuff with the club and not use them? Yeah, not just that though, but like also like why build all the stuff with the club versus Ricochet and not and, and just bury Ricochet or not even bury, but like not put help him get over. Mm-hmm. And Ricochet is one of Heyman's big projects right now. So I mean, AJ can lose and that's fine because he doesn't need it. Ricochet needs this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like it's one of those things where it's like as long as the match is what we talk about and not the finish, I think. Then it doesn't matter who wins or loses. I mean, like, or does I mean it matters if Ricochet wins, but it doesn't matter if the title changes hands. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think you've given the uh proper amount of time and with them kind of chopping some matches off, I think they're doing which is a very smart thing. Um, to give matches a little bit of time, give stuff time to breathe. This could be really good. Well, it's gonna be the first pay-per-view since the creative, you know, heads have kind of changed. And so I think it's gonna be sort of a showcase of what they want the product to be going forward. Cause it's also the last big pay-per-view before SmackDown moves to Fox. So I do think they're gonna try to kind of pull out the stops and put on a really good show. All of them or just some? Um, they're gonna try to pull off maybe two thirds of the stops. Oh. So hold on. Who do you guys think is winning Goldberg versus Dolph? I think Goldberg is going to win. Goldberg. I think he's going to win in 30. It's not his last match. 90 seconds. It's Goldberg, like, reconciling that whatever, the last match he had. It is a, I think it is a reset on Goldberg inside of WWE canon, basically. He's going to come out. It's going to be straight squash match. And then we'll get another Goldberg match. Some oh, sometime mania. down uh, the line. What dude? What I hope he comes out to is though. I hope he gets pyro. <laughs> that was really fucking weird when he came out without pyro, even though it's, it's just for the contract weird when signing. He comes out. It, like that was when he, like, that music is the dopest. It is. It's fucking stock music. Like, yeah, but it, it, like, it was it's just so free effective. licensed music that WCW used for him. It's in some movies that are totally unrelated. Same as like the Hardy Boys original theme. Oh, the did did did. Yeah, that's also stock music. So is Hardcore Hollies. Uh-huh. Well, he's kind of a stock. He's literally a stock car wrestler. So, ha, Kennedy. Um. Yeah. Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Bye, Finn. Think it's going to be the demon or Nah. No, no, it's no. Finn. It's Finn getting squashed by the fiend to go on vacation for a bit. Oh yeah, yeah this fiance. I hope. I hope it's not too much of a squash because I, th- I think it should be a straight up squash. I want to. I, I just, think he should get his ass handed. To I him. just want to see Bray Wyatt wrestle because I, I haven't seen it for so long. I want to see what he can. I, do I don't now. want it to be like a straight Goldberg two moves. Okay, okay, like, okay. Style squash, but I think it's gonna be like it should be like a five minute match. Five minute yeah, match for sure. Like, Finn will get in like two moves that Bray the Bray should no sell. I think Finn should come out of the gate hot, like get off like two or three. You get mi- your shine real quick. Two and or then three minutes of just he, like he, fucking well, solid gold from Finn, and then just have the Finn cut take, him off and have then the Finn take over. Mm-hmm. And is their old feud? Does it have anything to like? No. Are they gonna remember that, or is that just gone? It, from, it doesn't from matter. Different character. They're purposefully gonna not okay. remember it. Okay. And then I don't think these two should like reconvene until demon versus fiend at oh. mania yeah like yeah, yeah. that's how it should be like Brit, finn will go away for a while and then have the two not intersect until the build to mania probably yeah. and i don't know i just i hope they do this right because firefly funhouse was so much fun to watch mm-hmm. and it still is this week was really fucking weird and good hell yeah uh, him just re- he, it just was huskus eating candy and and Bray fucking like taking the candy out of Huskus's mouth and like throwing it. And like it was very weird and good. Like I they're just, keeping it good. Good. Cause it's, I've always liked Bray. 
which is a weird thing to say. Thanks, man. But like mm-hmm. he, when I was watching with the East Side, just watching pay-per-views, like from the, his entrance, the first time I saw him, I was like, it's very, ooh. It's very good. I like this guy. Mm-hmm. And he's never got his due. And I want yeah, him to did. get his due. I want him to get a Mountain Dew. He got mm-hmm. his due. It was uh, the Elimination Chamber a couple years ago. But then they shit everywhere they on shit that. All, yeah, like that... That was so close to being so good, and then they just break. They even giving him the title was just to give Randy the title. That's fucking. Which was just used to give Ginger the title. Mm. <laughs> yeah, wait, wow, wait, I have a Randy title. Where has he been? Uh, injured. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said it, like I cared. Ginger's <laughs> been hindered by an injury. Yeah. Oh my god, everyone, where's Ginger been? <laughs> oh my Where, god, where's the best WWE Summer Champion, Ginger Mahal? It can't be SummerSlam without Ginger. <laughs> Okay, Kevin Owens versus Sh- all Sorry. of you except for Zach. Man, it was so fun when Ginger beat Shinsuke at SummerSlam. <laughs> oh. oh my god, that was the first SummerSlam we all watched together. Wow, yeah, yikes! Wow. Y'all keep talking; yeah. it'll be the last. <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. Kevin's winning. Yeah, because they did that dumb stipulation. If he mm. loses, well, not just that; it's also like. You have to have Kevin win. Did, he won their last feud too, right? No, um, that's where that Daniel Bryan came back. So yeah, they, they Kevin lost the feud. Okay, when was the Sammy? When came, did Sammy show up? It was before. Was it, it was, SummerSlam? It was last Helena year. Cell. Helena Cell. Okay. In October. Okay, and then For like two years, ago. two years ago. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And then Bryan came back, and, and then they beat Sammy and Kevin mm-hmm. at at Mania tag match. Yeah, but okay, so I guess. I don't know. It's just we've seen it before. I love Kevin Owens, but I'm this. No, th- I'm this not is, that stoked. No, this is important. Like you're looking at it as a, in the eyes of a of a fan that is a little bit more deep into it. Think even the eyes of again thinking about the laps fan. Yeah, they see Shane McMahon. Like, oh yeah, he was the guy who used to do crazy shit and jump everywhere. He's cool. And I see Kevin Owens. Who's this guy? Then you see a guy that's who's, you know who's this gonna, guy that I could be. The, yeah, exactly. and then is going to stun or Shane to win. Like yeah, yeah. And so it's an it's this is a, an important match. For he'll probably cut like a hell of a promo after or something. Yeah. I know, he'll probably say some really cool shit. Afterwards. You know, the angle on SmackDown this week is Kevin trying to convince Shane to also put up his career. Which angle, yeah. Eric? What Eric Angle, mm-hmm. Kurt's brother? Yeah, or Karen? yeah, Eric. Yeah, the one that you know, Twin Magic. Hell yeah! I'm glad. You, I'm glad you remember. Oh, fucking that. course, I remember. Oh. He used twin twin magic because Kurt was hurt, and so they couldn't switch the title, and so that's how they did it. Oh, Kurt was hurt. Kurt was hurt as always, but squirt angle. No. Um, we're you know, rhyming a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> um, the note like Kevin trying to get Shane to like give, put up his career, and Shane saying no. So like, I would not be surprised at all if after Shane loses, Vince does a you're fired. Yeah, this is a way to write off Shane too. Mm. I'm, Good, I'm uh, so happy. Yeah, say have Vin, been... have have Vince come out and say like you're fired, you shit, and then give a... Kevin Owens a hug. You're yeah. officially not my son. Yeah. I want Kevin to be and my Triple son. Triple H just now. comes out. Yeah. <laughs> kiss, kiss my ass, son. You're the kiss my ass club. I've always wanted to do an incest angle. <laughs> it's gonna be me and you, Shane. As long as you say you love me, Dad. I will. Shane, why are you so fucking sweaty? <laughs> We've just been standing here for ten minutes. I'll kiss. I'll kiss your ass, Teddy. I'll, I'll kiss your ass. I'll, I'll hey, make man. the difference. 
And now kiss that ass too. <laughs> <laughs> I like creepy Bray. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Randy went. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Stupid. 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 No, it's Stupid. Just, I like the Kofi Kingston Redemption Tour. This um, uh, whole angle's been really fun. Randy seems Which one, Eric or Kurt? <laughs> Squirt. Squirt angle. Bert no, a- Bert. Karen. Yo, I oh, love fuck. Squirt's a good drink. Bert Bert Red Squirt? Bert yes. angle. I do like Squirt. Jason. It's, it's a grapefruit uh, soda. Jason Jordan angle. <laughs> Dude. Um, this is why it's Giovanna. Yeah. No, Um, I think that this, this whole storyline has been really fun. Randy seems very inspired. Mm-hmm. And I think he wants to make things right with old Koferland. Nice. If and if he turns it on, it's gonna be such a good match. Turn on now, man. It's gonna be really turned on. We turned three, on after I touch three at a time. Sounds like my last night, man. <laughs> yeah, but wowie, I had two hands and a foot up in there. Sounds well, like uh, I only had on these long fingers. Sounds like the amount of child support payments I'm making. It's gonna be fun. Kofi wins. I don't think Kofi should lose. Um, not to Randy. No, especially not to Randy. Yeah. I don't think he should lose until um, this is going to be either the first Fox show, just to give something to talk about. Something to talk about. Talk um, about or, or Mania. Those are the two. Mm. Yeah, I concur. And I hope that he turns heel randomly. I don't. That'd be really funny, though. I just, oh my, I can't even imagine. Like, I mean, New Day's been heels before, but just like Kofi being like a heel champ is Kofi like, heel, but the rest of the New Day are faces. But they're still all but friends. they're still together. Mm-hmm. They're like, what are you doing? That's dude? some WCW booking right there. God, that, it really is. That, that shit used to happen a lot in WCW. The fucking NWO. Yes, just shit. call me Bischoff. I don't know. Yeah, you're more of a Russo. Wow, bro. Mixed with that Ferrara. I'm just gonna assume because his name sounds like Fedora. He's a bad boy too. Uh, he he would do an impersonation of Jim Ross, who um, oh was he Oklahoma? Had, yep. Thanks. Yeah, bro, because it was funny. No, bro, you just like don't get it, bro. It was like we're just trying to show that like he Make has fun a deb- of his bells Paul. He has a debilitating disease he can't control, bro. You just and don't so we just like comedy. wanted to make fun of it. You just don't get it, bro. <laughs> You sound like Big Cass. <laughs> uh, have you seen sure. pictures of Big Cass that have come out? He's like not as week? big. He's shredded as hell. Yeah. Uh, I actually watched it, and this is a sidebar. Watch an interview he did with Ryan Satin, and a, he was drinking a handle of fucking Tito's a night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. That is a lot of vodka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like dude's getting his shit back together. And- I just, maybe, like, and he seemed like he was in a very bad place, and he kn- knows he was in a very bad place. And he even said, I fucked WWE over. They were nothing but good to me. Um, and I'm sorry. Like, he's very apologetic. So hopefully, like, he's matured a lot. Mm. Thanks, DDP. Yeah, thanks, DDP. Not, not the first person. He's, he's just saving lives. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he is like the wrestler, like the wrestling fucking. It's like it's like that show Touched know. by an Angel. But touched by, Di- <laughs> touched by oh, Dallas. He's, he's yeah, Ro- wait, wait, wait. How do I get on that show? He's man? Roma Downey. Yeah. <laughs> No. When you walk down the road. My mom used to like that show a lot. I watched that show a lot with my mother. Same. I was Christian. Yeah, no. Oh. I think we all get that. And like all of a sudden, like a random light would just appear. And it's like, we're angels sent by God. Yeah, now the only like Christian shows on television is like 
one called Friended by God or something where what, what, this dude is friends with God on Facebook. Are you? Oh, what? I want to watch it. Does God talk to him on it? I want to watch it real bad. God's like, that just sends, shoots him a message. You up? Just, send, just sends memes. <laughs> like, yo, check this one out. It's like, it's like talking with Murphy online. Just sends memes. <laughs> I just want to watch it real bad to see what the premise is. Watch it. I probably will. Do it. Okay, do okay. it. Um, Bailey versus Ember Moon. I'm excited for this one. It'll be a good, good mm. match. Yeah, be good. They better let Ember like look real good in this because they made her look like such a geek, like the last couple weeks with Natalia. So. I feel that this is going to be leading to, I hope a Sasha return and a Bailey heel turn. That's what I was hoping too. I I do. I hope that uh, they have a really good match. I hope Bailey wins and I hope Sasha comes out and, and then I hope Bailey's like, yo, where the fuck have you been? Yeah, like, hey, fuck you. You ain't shit. And don't come step yes. on my fucking moment. You know, like. Hey, I'm champ now. Tommaso Champa. This isn't our moment. This is my, my moment. moment. And then throws her you into know, the LED re- boards. If they did the exact same thing with Sasha and Bailey, I would not be mad I at know. all. Yeah, recycle that fucking Put on the lower third, even though it's definitely not going to be main eventing. What are you talking about? It's an original idea. <laughs> Great idea, Vince. Thank you. You're my new son. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Come here, Eastside. <laughs> Come give Vince some sugar. <laughs> Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Gonna be very good. Submission um, match. Natalia seems like she seems really motivated. They it's gonna did be another screw drop. It's gonna be I They're in Canada. It's not Montreal Just though, a, luckily, a but it doesn't matter. A fake screw job. They've done it multiple times with Natalia. Oh with Brett mm-hmm. being there. Oh. And then it ended with Natalia and Brett putting Rick and Charlotte Flair in sharpshooters. Hell yeah, Fuck, man! Wrestling. What a what a fucking story. Wrestling. Did you guys see those fucking Converse that uh, Foot Locker oh, yeah. made with the hundred with the brats on it? There's like a oh, hundred yeah. of them. Oh, they look so what? fucking cool. I want them so bad. They're sick. I don't wear cons though. I don't give a fuck. I just want them. I don't want to wear them. I just want them. Yeah. Send send us shoes. Converse. Converse. Sponsor us, Converse. Yeah, fuckers. I won't talk about the this, shoes that I wear. Send us a few. Yeah. He's wearing um. He's wearing K Swiss. No, I wear Adidas Ultra Boots. They saved my life. He's wearing Keds. No. He's wearing Bobs by Skechers. Nope. Are those Toms? No. Nope. No, they're Bobs. They're Bob's. Toms of Maine. They're toothpaste shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And anyway, Becky Lynch is Natalia. Uh-huh. Man, some Becky's character just kind of gets a little boring sometimes to me because it's just like it's been the same thing for like over a year. Yeah. Mm. And it didn't help. Like it didn't help that she had that detour where Seth was part of it. And yeah, Seth sucks. So it didn't help at all. But, well, but wrestling's all I've ever cared about. Well, speaking of Seth, our main event. I, at I, least according to Wikipedia. I think oh, Becky. Sorry. I think Becky's, be the main event. I think Becky's gonna win, though. Yeah, I think Becky's gonna win. I do think they've done a good job. The the sort of backstage stuff they've done with Natalia and Becky has been really cool. And like, I do really like an invigorated. Um, mm. Like Natalia, she but, has a definite Owen edge to her at the moment. Yeah, she does. But what if a good way to put it? What if uh, Natty's friend Ted comes with her with his one of his cats, um, and that would Becky be... is insanely allergic just to cats, fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is this, dude? Teddy just comes has out. Has that with... ever been a thing in a Teddy Hart match where his cat is there and his opponent's allergic to cats? It I has think... to. It has to have been. The cat I... doesn't even have to be there. He's just covered in so much cat hair. <laughs> True. Actually, I was going to go, but uh, Vince isn't going to allow me to go. And also, uh, I'm going to probably end up just getting an uh, omelet with Dave Batista. Sick. 
Hey, so uh, how come you guys haven't in, in, in invited me on the show in a while? I mean, I've been wanting to get on a podcast we for a while. We never invited still, you in the first place. Yeah, we I'm didn't still, have to invite you. You just showed up when you wanted. Because I'm still doing MLW and like the, the new Heart Foundation with me and uh, Davey Boy Jr. and Brian Pillman Jr. Like we're doing a lot of stuff and you guys really could watch me work. I mean, I've worked a lot before. Like I used to work in Mexico. You guys are talking about AAA, but then there's guys like me out there and Jack Evans who are just changing everything in wrestling, and I'm the craziest motherfucker in professional wrestling. Hey, Teddy, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why are your hands so soft? You have <laughs> incredible hands. Um, I use a lot of lotion. I, can, I, honestly, I, I got it from uh, uh, Wyndham Rotunda. You guys might know him as Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Surprising I have any to spare, man. Yeah, we, well, we, I didn't give it to you. You stole it. Well, he just happened to have a lot of uh, hemp lotion, and I just thought it was actually weed for a while, so I was just kind of drinking it. <laughs> I'll take double scoops with my hands and sort of just uh, just put it on my in. balls. <laughs> just soft on the inside now. <laughs> I got the smoothest ball bag in town. Yeah, we well we second smoothest ball bag in town. So the thing <laughs> is, he would say something like that, and you wouldn't even it wouldn't just, register what do you mean for like would say something. I just oh, did. Oh, you mean, like. No, yeah, no, I never sexually assault a woman because, like, my dick doesn't work anymore because of all the steroids. So, you know, yeah. I didn't do that. You know, they lied. You know, like, I had a whole film crew with me, and so they could prove that I didn't do anything. And also, my dick doesn't work because all the steroids I fucking took, you know, taking all that cheap shit from Mexico. When I was in Mexico, too, I was just selling weed. All right, Teddy. Yeah, thanks for being on, Teddy. It's just like Teddy Hart on a podcast. He just talks a lot. I gets wild that I, I think he needs to smoke weed, by the way, because he goes like a mile a minute. He's just he's he seriously goes on and on. I will say he was very friendly when we met him. Uh, he well, thank was, you. Like, he Matt, really Matthew, just wanted to smoke a joint. Matthew, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Matthew Stone of the Caldwell Stones. He thank loved. You, I listened to the podcast. Thank you, Teddy. Big fan. <laughs> he loved Matt. The, he loved Matt's mom the most. I mean, of course, I, I am a big fan of dealing with the, the podcast. <laughs> you guys should really have me on how I deal with things. It's usually with weed. Oh, wow. <laughs> I would And love. a smooth ball bag. Everybody out there listening, just put all your fucking thoughts and prayers into getting Teddy Hart onto uh, <laughs> all my other No, podcasts. just shoot your shots. Send an email. I honestly don't want that. <laughs> I sincerely do not want I'll, to. I'll send an email. email. Okay. I mean, if he says he I'm wants gonna, to. I'm going to start an email like like dealing with it pod at like ymail.com. <laughs> at tedmail.com. All right. Let's talk about the last match of Summer's Lamb. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. I fucking hope Brock wins. Yeah. Fuck Seth. <laughs> I mean, if it's if wrestling is based in realism, then Brock is gonna kick his ass. Yeah, and also, just, oh God, I, I fuck. I this is like one of the quickest this turnarounds is, I've ever had. On this is the a dumbest thing I feel like he's said that I've seen. Yeah, uh, if any of y'all missed it, so basically, yeah. Seth came out with some thoughts about intergender wrestling because for some reason Seth can't shut the fuck up anymore. <laughs> And just said wrestling's based in realism, so bro, blah, I'm just, blah blah blah. I'm just saying Fuck what yeah. we do here in WWE is real, bro. And so I like, I just don't. I mean, I think it's totally cool to do that out on the indies and like, but it just it's not real. And like, I'm a man, and like, I only like I just kick dudes' asses, dude. I, I mean, I play Madden all the time, and it's just like what you can do. <laughs> Did you ever date a Nazi? Uh, you know, I don't even want to talk about it, bro. Did you ever send dick pics to a Nazi that you were cheating on your then fiance with, Seth? Yeah, I'm, I'm just playing Madden, bro. Did you ever send dick pics to a former WWE wrestler who was married? I mean, it's just based in realism, bro. It's just like, <laughs> what we do is just like, it's real. And 
So what you can do on the indies, bro, is like totally cool. But hey, there, uh, Tyler Black. That's uh, that's how I know you. Uh, how does your dick still work? Because mine doesn't. <laughs> no, dude, it's just like it's just, you can do it on the indies, but like it doesn't really make sense here. My dick stopped working on the indies. <laughs> All the, all the damn steroids I took. Genuine Wrestle Boys, back to basics. <laughs> back to basics. You guys ever watch yeah. Basics with Babish? It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, binging with Babish? And, and Basics, because yeah. that's his, like, hey, this is how you cook chicken. I'm like, oh, oh mm-hmm. really? I like, the bin- really cool. I like the binging ones. Yeah. yeah. Y'all want some good cooking YouTube shows out there. Yeah. Watch the entire Bon Appetit YouTube channel. It's. Wonderful. It uh, is wonderful. Watch a Brad Leone is my favorite human being. I'm also sure, watch like, the how to basics videos if you want some good. I like uh, I like tips. folks that's delicious by Action Bronson. Oh, oh so I think was like I, I didn't understand that. I just watch a lot of YouTube and I go home. Oh, dude, me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. And food YouTube. Food I watch tube. I watch if there's a new Bon Appetit video, I de stress completely after work. It's, you how uh, I de stress, man. <laughs> I watch a different tube, man. <laughs> I'll give you a Brain hint. tube. It's red. Pornography. <laughs> Pornography tube. It's a tube I made out of PVC pipe and jelly, man. One Put my m- dick in it, man. Banks what suck- kind of jelly? Strawberry? Orange marmalade? It uh, preserves, actually. I, I go to one of them bank suction tubes and just jam it, man. I put a vacuum on the end of it. You said, would you use a four local flashlight? No. Oh. <laughs> They've made them on the end. Oh, I know. I saw it. Yeah, Poppy say no. Yeah, Poppy say no to that. Right. Well, you know, I wouldn't even use a flashlight because my dick don't work. This is how much I care about this fucking Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar match. No, I care a lot because I want Brock to beat him up. This is the first time I've wanted Brock to win anything. In so long. I just wait when In he loses. So fucking long. Nah, he's probably gonna be champ. Yeah. Who fucking cares? Because like, who fucking cares? Here, the, the thing is, like, I mean, Heyman, like being creative, like being in charge of creative now. I think they're. Like planting the seeds for the Seth Rollins like redemption story, where he's gonna have to build himself back up and eventually win the title. But if they had it, him win right now, like that'd just be the dumbest fucking shit. It'd like, just be like, oh, it's mania all over again. It'd be mania all over again, and like it wouldn't work. Like I think it, they, it, should... they would just be jobbing out Brock Lesnar basically because yeah. like Brock has destroyed him so much. Like that, yeah, like. I'd rather have Brock not be there than have to listen this to Seth be, be champion. SummerSlam right 2013. Or was it 2013 or 2012 or whatever when it was 2015? One of those years where Brock goes and he just um like squashes him like he did Cena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The squash match. Beat the shit out of him. Doesn't barely gets any offense and then that's it. And then you're like, oh shit. Who's gonna beat Brock now? Yeah. Mean. Like they have the fiend poster. They have the opportunity to build up so many people that would be better to take down Brock at Matt Riddle. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's a retirement match for sure. But like, there's so many people like Drew, like any anyone, yeah, right? Anyone. I, like, Drew and Brock would be great if, but there there's a bit of rehab that they need to do with Drew to mm-hmm. get that. There. Like, I think that this like last. Like mania to now, and like the build to mania and everything with Seth, I think kind of shows that like I don't know that he's a top dude right now. Like I think that he is a good intercontinental champion. Like I think it'd be more interesting to see what they do with Seth it, with him not winning the title. Because like yeah, like you're like with with the title right now, I don't think he can really do anything. 
I, I don't know. It's just not he, there. Where he, Brock does have a little bit more star power, which I never thought I would fucking say. <laughs> yeah. What did I fucking tell you guys a long time ago about Brock Lesnar? But nobody ever wants to listen to me about anything. What? Exactly. What? Um, and, or just have Seth be fucking heel again. I him as a babyface is annoying. And well, just, just it's because like his big thing, especially, is supposed to be like an underdog babyface, and it was working. And like he needed something to climb, then he got it, and then it's like, where do you go? Yeah. This may be far fetched. Would they do black rock? Uh no, that's really racist. <laughs> Alistair Black. Easy there, hot dog Terry. <laughs> I mean I mean they m- I could see Brock being interested in working with Alistair Black potentially. I could see Heyman really wanting it. But well, you I mean, know, if you but he's not Alistair he's not really Black. built at all. No, no, not not it, yet. Like mm-hmm. you got to think of who's like on the horizon that they really could. And right now, there's really nobody that's like Drew is the closest. Oh, isn't Drew fighting Cedric on this? Uh, not, not official. Not okay. officially. Yeah. So I mean, Drew I think would be good, but like also he's just not Roman. He's a heel. I think they need to turn either turn Drew face or turn Brock face. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that would be weird. <laughs> No, it, what it, would um, he do? It worked because he was face actually for a long time. Mm, he, he just comes out and says "Suplex City, bitch," and that's it. It <laughs> just change who he's fighting, and the way that, and the way, like the way he's presented and stuff. And does he still like murder people? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's just, people it's, love it. Like, it's the exact same character, except Heyman just doesn't like make fun of anybody. <laughs> like he just makes fun of, like talks about the. <laughs> The next guy, how they're going to get victimized, and or and puts over how like good the opponent is too, like kind of like the way they did with Samoa Joe, like just put over like how good Joe is, how legitimate Joe is. Yeah, because technically, then he was a babyface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be so excited and shocked. It'd be really cool if they walked out of SummerSlam having done like a like double turn or something. It'd be really fun. Yeah, especially because like if like Seth keeps trying to hit him in the dick, like come on, dude. Yeah, based in realism. Stop trying to hit me in the dick. (laughs) Always trying to hit me in the dick some more. Seth, now would you please stop hitting in the dick? This isn't extreme championship wrestling. (laughs) You're bruising my clients. There are rules here. You're bruising my client's penis. (laughs) And my client's penis is the undisputed. (laughs) Hi, I'm Sable. Uh, I agree. Stop hitting my husband's penis. Look at my dance. No. I don't want to look at that dance. You boys want some dance? No. You know what? I'm actually not. I'm not hard right now. I gotta go, Sable. Fine. Hey, boys. Goodbye. Um, let's... No, that's actually why my dick doesn't work oh, anymore. No. <laughs> my dancing? That's how she sounded... Um, this is like completely unfounded, but this is <laughs> the end. Uh, Matt Riddle tweeted that because he's been shooting on the old boys. He said he was going to beat the shit out of Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Love to see it. He um, would. He'd beat the shit out of all of them. He would beat the shit out of most people. But he said he tweeted. He's like, I'm not booked for any matches, but I'm going to be at SummerSlam. I'm going to be at Takeover. You think he's they're, he's gonna be appearing at all? Like, do you think they'll just like cut to him during the Goldberg match? That'd be really funny. That'd be really fucking good if they did. But maybe, no. maybe, maybe they will. 
Maybe like, they'll do something with him. I I felt like he would insert himself because that Killian Dane match on NXT insert was not a match. No, not really. Yeah, I'm gonna insert something somewhere, man. Fable's gone, so I'm back. Yeah, I don't know. I just I want Matt Riddle to do something. No, same here. He's like one of my favorite guys, and I I like that he's not changed who he is as a person Mm-mm. at yeah. all. Because he even told him like, listen, you're signing Matt Riddle. You're signing Matt Riddle. Like this is who I am. Not changing my name to uh, Jimmy Potboy. He said that it, he wanted to change his name. This was on a shoot interview. He'd be it was on a popping dog, so it wasn't real real shoot interview. Yeah, yeah. He said he wanted to change his name to Rat Middle. Rat Middle. <laughs> Hell yeah. He just comes out to rat. Hell yeah. Round and round. This is fucking uh, Randy the Ram. <laughs> Goes around, comes around. I'll tell you why. Okay. You guys ready for the segment this week? Yeah. What's the segment? We're going to talk about the cornballer. Orange, orange juice. Freshly squeezed, baby. Freshly squeezed. Orange. Cassidy. This is Derek's pick. Yeah, Hot this boy is, Jim. This is going to be real short because Dude, research of this man is very hard. It was hard. I found out who he was trained by, and that was it. Yeah. Mike Quackenbush and Chris Hero. Yep. Yes, and another guy named Ben. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Orange Cassidy, I guess he's just a guy. James. Apparently his name is J.C. Ryder is one of his wrestling names. Yes. He's been wrestling since 04. I found out about him through the internet a couple, like, maybe a year ago, didn't actually care until AEW. Um, when I watched him in that match, and I was like, man, this dude rocks. And then Matt and I saw him at the Suburban Fight GCW show, mm-hmm. and he almost killed himself. Like, that's the thing that I was, because that was kind of my first exposure to him, too, and I was just like, what is this guy? Because, like, I one of the, I can't, uh, I, I'm forgetting the name. Derek, who is it that we were hanging out with a lot at Dash. that show? Yes. Yes. Was, Wilder? Say, no. no, uh, my uh, Scott Dawson, one of my friends, Dash, um, Rendar from Shadows there, of the Empire. But they there. were say, they were saying like uh, Star Wars video it, game. They're, they're from New York. It's a really conflicting like uh thing to have. Like I hate this character and love this because it's like it's so perfect that this character exists in wrestling, but it's also so it's like the it's the most anti Jim Cornette uh <laughs> style of professional wrestling. Yeah, He's fucking killing the fucking business. Well, and. <clears throat> the thing I love about wrestlers like that is um, Joey Janela. They fucking kill the fucking business. Joey Janela recently tweeted. He's like some match he's doing. He's like, oh, Uncle Jim's going to hate this. So what? <laughs> how would you describe Orange Cassidy's character? Um, I would describe him as a wrestler who doesn't want to wrestle, but he wants to win. Yeah, that um, seems fair. He's also hungover. Yeah, mm. he, he's essentially hungover. Orange juice. He wrestles with um, his hands in his pockets a lot. Yeah, um, he is just so entertaining to watch because, like, what I love about him is it's just I, it's something I've never seen before. Brady and I were talking about this, and it's like, how has this never been done? Yeah, like this is the it's like like. My favorite thing he does is when, like, wrestlers, they do a bunch of kicks, and they do a bunch of them, a bunch of them, and each one gets more intense, like and the, the crowd's yes like, oh, oh, oh. The it kicks, if and you then they, They're good kicks, Michael. Then they go back and do one big Thanks, one. Corey. That was Booker T when, after Corey and Michael, <laughs> Michael Cole were arguing over if they're it kicks or yes kicks, and then Booker T just came in and said, they're good kicks. 
<laughs> no, thank you, Booker. <laughs> uh, but Orange Cassidy does that without any effort, but the crowd gets into it. I think if the crowd wasn't into it, Orange Cassidy wouldn't be good. No, not he at all. He needs the crowd. And somehow he gets well, he people pops like them. Because they're like in on the joke. Yeah, because it's fun. It's funny. It's But he's also super athletic. Yeah, the thing when he wants to get fired up, he can really go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that boy Jim. Yeah, the Dave, the David Starr match is yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah, we can just skip how right. He turns turns it on in that. Well, match. also like um, the thing about Orange Cassidy, uh, he's been doing this character for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's been wrestling since '04. Yeah, a lot of it under a hood. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is that he also was a trainer at the Chikara Wrestle Factory. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the Colony, which is what he was a part of, wrestled in Chikara, right? Yes. So he was doing the same thing as Fire Ant? No, he was wrestling. Like, just wrestling, like, regularly. Yeah. And being awesome and good. Okay, okay. Um, But yeah, like, in that David Starr match, David Starr is like, your wrestler's favorite wrestler. He's just like oh, by the book. His character is that he is in it's him. It is David Starr turned up to 11. He is up his own ass about how good he is. Yeah. And I mean, he is excellent. He is very good. But, um, and he's independent. Uh, Orange Cassidy, like he does, he starts the match and David Starr is just not given into his bullshit. And he's forced to actually wrestle, which is, really fun to watch because he can go mm-hmm. um he ends up doing a ton of finishers in a row he gets blood even a fisherman suplex um and he does this canadian destroyer that is insane it just i don't know what it was about it but i just it popped me and he just he can go like it's you would think that a person doing this gimmick wouldn't be able to wrestle. I think I think that's also one of the reasons why it works mm-hmm. is because you, everyone knows if he genuinely sucked at wrestling, I think it would have, uh, it, it, it would have a shelf life it. of a week. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a few wrestlers like that that are like Session Moth Martinez the same way. Her, she like her gimmick is drunk party like hung or hungover party wants girl. To, like fucking like twerk on people. Yeah, but when they're like she has sequences where suddenly she like. Can fucking wrestle. My favorite like, thing is when she's session goth. That's very good when <laughs> matches against Jimmy Havoc. Hell yeah. Um, or actually, same with Scarlett Bordeaux. Like she has like the sexy character basically, but then there's the matches smoke where show. She, she like she can fucking wrestle. Like yeah, and she but she only uses it when the character like it makes sense for her. But like Joey Ryan is the prime example mm. of this. Yeah, Joey Ryan before the dick flip. Was just a hard worker, kind of. Then with PWG, got over with Candice LeRae and just got to take a lot of heat so she can come make the save. Um, but he worked his fucking dick off. Mm. See what I did there? <laughs> nice. Um, and then he got the dick thing, and he doesn't have to now. Yeah. And so he can just play his whole match to the dick. <clears throat> yeah, but it's like the thing. It's like if you if you put me in a a, a denim uh, jacket and some denim pants Canadian, and go out uh, there, a, a Sam Raymond outfit, yeah, Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> uh, you put me out there. Hi, Sam. Uh, with a gimmick that's like, I don't know how to wrestle. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, he always gets knocked down and then he gets back up again. Um, he does that thing that karate people do. A whiskey drink. <laughs> he gets a fucking drink. Piss in the night away. No, he does a kip up. Yeah. Um, with his hands in his pockets. Yeah. That's impressive. He tries in the beginning. He tries to keep his hands in his pockets as much as he can. He tries to keep his sunglasses on as much as he can. Like, that's just how his matches go. Um, speaking of Joey Ryan, 
he countered the dick flip. Um, and it was funny. So he, one of his things that he does is he spits orange juice in his opponent's face, and that's how he usually wins. Carries it in a Jansport backpack. <laughs> mm-hmm. He spits orange juice at Joey Ryan's dick, and it neutralizes his dick, and it's not strong anymore. And <laughs> it's great. Yeah, and he beats Joey Ryan because he spits orange juice at his penis. One of my favorite antidote. One of my favorite um, videos is from Beyond Wrestling. I want to say like four years ago. Um, he went up to the top rope, Orange Cassidy, and it was like uh, Gentleman's Club versus. I want to say it was like Dev Corp, and maybe it was like Team. I forgot. It was just some fucking Boston team up in the Northeast. As Beyond Wrestling, as we expect, and he goes up and does the whole like. He gets his hands in the air, puts his fingers and spins. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a big, big move, big yeah. high flying move. And Chuck Taylor yells, triple moonsault. And then he just like falls, like face down, <laughs> just like Chris Farley falls from the top rope onto the guy. Awesome. And like, this is the gimmick he's been doing. Um, it, it's recently caught on within the last year, but he's been doing this gimmick for a long time. Like, I remember watching the Gentleman's Club videos like that Chuck Taylor put out. And he made those like in 2012. Yeah. And he was just this guy who was drunk and just didn't care. And, like, it was the same thing. Like, he would do, like, on the Gentleman's Club, he'd do, like, those Orange Cassidy movie reviews. And it would just put, put, like, a movie picture up. And he's like, who cares? And then it was just, that was the whole thing. He, um, <clears throat> yeah, him and Chuck Taylor apparently right now are roommates. Yeah. They live um, together. <laughs> so there's just, like. Jesus. <laughs> what a it's drunk just... house. Um, but, yeah, um. There's also a match he does with Colt Cabana um, outside of a sandwich shop. Um, Excellent. Um, and the whole thing. Indie wrestling is the best. He's <laughs> The thing that's good is Colt is one of the best workers just the, slash comedy wrestlers. Just You had it done it. Just one <laughs> just of the one best. One of the best. So watching him play into his thing, it's like, it's like he's Orange Cassidy is like out comedying. Colt and Colt's just like kind of laughing at him. Yeah. Um, the whole premise of the match is Orange Cassidy doesn't want to spill any of his beer. Yeah. So, like, there's a point where Colt grabs it, Orange Cassidy does a move to him, grabs the beer, takes a drink, and then Colt ends up hitting it out of his hand or something. But it's just like watching him with another wrestler like that, and then watching him with David Starr, it's like you see all these different sides of him. Yeah. And it's just I think it's because I like the silliness of it and that's why I'm drawn to it. And it's it's a it's a unique and like awesome take on comedy wrestling. Yeah. That's like it's just like you're saying like it feels like it's so obvious that someone should have done it but it's him and it's great that it's him cuz yeah. he's perfect at it. <laughs> um we've mentioned this guy on the um deathmatch episode the Joey, when we talked about Joey Janela. Um, Kenny Johnson, he makes many documentaries about indie wrestlers. Yeah, I think he did all like these evolve ones because there's a really good yeah. Dustin one, yeah. Chuck Taylor one. And he's like, Chuck Taylor's dead, and you guys all killed it. I'm like, fuck, it's so good. <laughs> um, so someone tells him to explain why he wrestles, and Orange Cassidy just explains the plot to the Fast and the Furious and its sequels. Nice. And if that's has to be why he's my favorite wrestler. <laughs> um, if you go to his website to buy this shirt that I'm wearing, an Orange Cassidy shirt. Um, and the, just to explain the shirt for <laughs> anybody who hasn't seen it. So it's a shirt with a picture of Orange Cassidy wearing a 
a shirt with a picture of Orange Cassidy on it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and he, there's a Google Play link, and if you click that Google Play link, it takes you to to buy Fast Five on Google Play. Absolutely, that's awesome. Um, his pro wrestling T-shirt is like a messed up file. Yeah, that, what yeah, would it's, you a, call it's, it? it's a broken JPEG. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he just keeps tweeting out. He's like. I think I did it right, guys. <laughs> I'm like, that's the actual shirt. It has a little orange on it, but that's all the shirt is. And I, I think that it's like an MJF who, for the most part, like you don't see them commenting really ever out of gimmick or out of character. Yeah. No. Which in this day and age, especially with you have people like putting their real names on Twitter and being like, oh, like I saw Jordan Grace and Lance Storm kind of going back and forth about this. Um, I, for one, especially like in this day and age, like it's whatever. I, I kind of like the little bit more old school mentality of like, hey, you know what? Like, leave some of the magic. Like, I want some of the magic. Yeah. I went backstage once at Disney. I saw oh, same. Oh, marching no. band. Yep. Marching band. I saw Goofy smoking. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And like, that was like, it's, I was a fucking junior in high school and I was like, well, there that all goes. Uh-huh. And so, like, no, I became that's just you know, that's, that's something new, fake, right? That's something new you're finding out. That's a different level. It's, it's just like one of those things. They all just, smoke. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but it's just like one of those things where it's just like you want that little bit of magic. You want yeah. that little bit of something. You want the show to be. Well, that's the thing. It's still like the show. When we're watching wrestling. It's like I'm agreeing to suspend my like you know disbelief. And uh, like I know the worm's not going to hurt anybody, but God damn it, I want Sky Too High to goddamn hit it. Yeah, and so and it's really impressive, especially nowadays, to have a character that has an air of like actual mystery, like an MJF or an Orange Cassidy. MJF specifically, just because he can do hour, two hour long podcasts, and he's In just character. going. Yeah, and it does it. Yeah, he's awesome. That one so does the Top Boy Jim. Yeah, well, the, he doesn't do podcasts, does he? Because I was well, there was okay. a um. Uh, best friends with okay team tremendous and Bryce Remsburg, the referee who was signed now, good for Bryce, um, to AEW and um, Orange. Well, Jim. and the thing that's cool is even his friends are in on the whole keeping keeping kayfabe because there's an oral history of Orange Cassidy. Oh um, man, Dustin <laughs> <laughs> and like Dustin, like they like ask Dustin all these questions about him and he answers them in kayfabe. So did Dan Barry. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then um, there's this other podcast called Russell Splania. I've probably talked about it 3 million times on the show. Um, they had, they had Dustin on and they were like, um, cause they said orange Cassidy agreed to it verbally. Yeah. And what he said when they asked him, when they got to the show, he's like, did I sign anything? Like, did I, did I make it? Did I, <laughs> did I agree to it in writing? <laughs> and um, they're like, yeah, tell, tell Dust, tell your roommate to get on our show. And he was just like, why do you want some dude who's drunk all the time and doesn't talk? What do you, what's he going to talk about? Fucking orange juice? Like, <laughs> like he just, Dustin like keeps it alive and yeah, it's just cool. Um, We'll all um, make sure there's some Orange Cassidy things in the in the show notes. Yeah, definitely. Just, I cannot recommend that David Starr match enough. Like the other, like all of his matches are super fun, and yeah. like the comedy's all great. But like, legitimately, that match, the way he turns it from comedy into like the most fiery babyface performance, yeah. like you will you will see. Well, and that's it's so fucking good. That's when it clicked to me. It's like. He's a wrestler who doesn't want to wrestle, but he also doesn't want to lose. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like, do I hate it or do I love it? I still don't know. Yeah, which is cool. It's 
it's a weird comparison to make that I just thought of, but it, it's a little bit like Eugene matches originally were. Okay. So Eugene, obviously very problematic. If character. you don't know who yeah. Eugene is, uh, I mean, quick Google, a quick, yeah, a quick Google will a, show you. You know, a mentally, uh, a mentally, you know, challenged, challenged yeah. like character, not a mentally, actually mentally challenged person. Nick. Nick Dinsmore. Nick Dinsmore, yes. Nick Dinsmore is a great worker, and so the thing with those matches would be like, oh, you, no one would expect him to be good because of you know the character and stuff. And then in the matches, he was a really fucking good wrestler at first. That's what at first what that's what the character was, and that's kind of like what Orange Cassidy is. It's like you don't expect anything out of him until I will say one thing that with Nick Dinsmore that I've heard him on podcasts because it is a fucking problematic character. Especially the way they did it, he said that he got a lot of people um, who were just so appreciative of having that representation. It mm-hmm. kind of goes back to that, yeah, that whole thing that I feels like a recurring because he topic because he is a kind of fascinating character because it wasn't like he was playing it up as a joke. It, I thought he was genuinely mentally when I was younger. I thought mm-hmm. he had you know d- mental disabilities or whatever. Well, we saw him at the first Prestige show. Yeah, he didn't do that. Well, that's good. Um, that's it was good. like it was just more like like he it was, was just the name. Yeah, it's a name, and like he wasn't like he was talking a little bit like Eugene, but wasn't like like and anything else. But like you know, I know that there was a lot of like he said he got so much fan mail and so many people coming up and just like parents in tears, like talking about thankful there because like mm-hmm. their kids was just like in love with him. It's like look, like mommy, that's me. Like, oh man, yeah. I wonder if being him, I wonder if there's a sense in your stomach where you're like, oh fuck, I kind of feel like an asshole. Oh, yep. You probably did once they gave up on the gimmick being what it originally was, because originally the gimmick, like, there was some legs there to be like an inspiring figure. Yeah. yeah. Until they gave up on that aspect of it and had him just start being humiliated and lose. Well, yeah. and especially during that time, it had to have been hard to like have that representation. Well, then like, especially like with Nick Dinsmore, like he'd been signed for so long. Whatever he was told to do, he was just gonna do. Of course, like it's your job. Like, it's it sucks, but it's like, I mean, maybe they could do it now with an actual like well, mentally mm-hmm. handicapped person mm-hmm. well, that's, wrestling, but mm-hmm. that's dangerous in WWE. Yeah, I mean, because you should never have tr- you should never trust them. Like, I, I don't trust well. them with any sort yeah. of any yeah. kind of representation. Yeah. So yeah. Hmm. Um, I didn't expect an Orange Cassidy talk to go that way. That's yeah. nice. Hmm. Um, yeah, Orange Cassidy rocks. Um, and yeah, mysterious myth, kind of a yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I like that the wrestling world is more open these days. Mm-hmm. Like you have the chance to like see behind that, like a little peek behind the curtain, peek yeah. behind the curtain stuff. But I love the little like still like places where it's. Kayfabe's still alive. Well, and you know? maybe that's what makes it more exciting because oh, it's yeah. not around as much. Yeah, that it definitely is because if everyone lived up to Kayfabe all the time, it wouldn't it wouldn't be as special that he still does. Yeah, true, true. Or, or you know, like we were talking about with Will about like Nick Gage and his persona, like that he's legitimately like you just have to go talk to GCW, <laughs> get in to- contact with him. Like if he was accessible, it the character wouldn't be as special. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we're in a... But Nick Cage might really just be off the grid. Uh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he might have some warrants out. Uh, uh, it kind of reminds me of like, um, you know, like the feeling when you're a kid and you see like a, what, I don't know, 
you were homeschooled, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you see your teacher out in public, you oh, know yeah. what that feeling. Oh, I yeah. saw your mom out in public. Hey, what are you doing out here? <laughs> mom, what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? But we like, you know, Why when are you, you see, taking me to a grocery store? When you Kiss see, me. Right. When you see a teacher out in public, you know, you're just like, oh, this is odd. What the hell? I think we're in a situation with wrestling where we're very used to seeing our teachers in public as far as like, oh, they have other lives and we get yeah. to No, they that. don't. And with people Charlotte and Andrade do. With somebody oh yeah, Poppy say no. <laughs> uh, but when you see stuff, but it like you know, but with the character kind I of saw Mr. Tripp at Albertson's once and it ruined my life. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> was he wearing that straw hat? He was wearing that purple shirt. Yeah, it was a bit. <laughs> and but, I can relate to that because, like, seeing pastors. Oh, right. When I was yeah, in yeah, church. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Seeing, seeing pastors at church was fucking weird to me. But to have seeing the. Seeing, like, a pastor in jeans. Like, you don't eat. You eat God. God. Commun- <laughs> you eat communion wafers. <laughs> Just in the back, <laughs> shuffling them in. I'm so fucking uh, up. <laughs> Just <laughs> chugging Carlo Rossi because it's the only fucking thing around. We weren't Catholic. It was grape juice. Yeah. Oh, good. Dale wafers and grape juice. <laughs> Just a Welch's. <laughs> I'm so hungry. These wafers don't help anything. I want to take a shower. <laughs> well, then you just go take a bath in the in the baptismal. Oh, yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. Uh, but, like, with Orange Cassidy and, like, the kind of, like, MJF and those, there's still that thing of, like, I believe they live at the school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Orange Cassidy lives with his hands in his pockets. Yeah, I believe so. Me yeah. too, man. <laughs> <laughs> and my pockets have holes in them. Yowie wowie. <laughs> well, that was Orange Cassidy. Check him out. He's Check him fun. out. Unless you're Jim Cornette. Check me out, boys. It's Sable again. Son Uh-oh. of a... Oh! Uh, so next week, we're we going to talk about... about? You, it's your thing. You say it. Yeah, we're going to be talking about my pick, which is the legacy of the Guerrero family. And the the classic will probably be back next week. Travel yeah. classic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it'll be fun. It'd be really kind of cool to talk about their, Ooh, the, imp- <laughs> the impact that they've had on professional wrestling the, yeah. in Mexico and in the United States. And Gobby Gooker, the one that didn't catch The Undertaker at WrestleMania. The one that got away. That <laughs> got away. That'll be next week. Which one didn't catch The Undertaker at WrestleMania? No, that was Snuka. Oh, that was Snuka. That's right. But it was the Snuka that didn't murder somebody. Mm. Oh, yeah. Cool. Good. Not Tamina. <laughs> <laughs> that murderer. Well, let's roll the dice and see what we're going to talk about in two weeks. Okay. Oh, me first. You first. This is an audio medium. Well, well you know, I'm actually going to roll the dice for him right now. He said he had to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I think um, he said something about uh, he's going to pet my cats or something. I don't know. But uh, here we go. Every one time I played dice with Dave Batista when I was eating an omelet with them. I'd be honored to pet your cats. Teddy. Okay. Next week, we're going to talk about my cats. We're going to talk about Mr. Money. Next week, we're talking about Mr. Money. Uh, what number did he, uh, he get? 12. He got a 12. 12. That's not bad. Like 12, that's, you know, it's like right there, like after 11. Yeah. I'm here to roll the dice for Zach, boys. It's me, Sable. <laughs> Gonna blow on this dice for good luck. Sexy. Sexy roll. Oh, fuck. Oh, that was cool, Rolled though, it off the that... table. <laughs> it, went, it went far away. Oh, no. Hold on. Oh, no. Our he podcast... says, right by you. Pick it up. Our, our oh, po- I didn't see where it went. <laughs> What happened? What happened? Eleven. Ooh, you know what? It, it came, came back to what I short, came boys. up to what I said that twelve's after eleven. Um, I don't have a character right now, but stay tuned. Eight. Eight. Oh, Eastside. Teddy Hart. Teddy, Teddy Hart. Hart. Teddy Hart. 
Teddy. Um, no. <laughs> Let me look at the thing real quick. Go ahead and uh, roll the credits real quick. Let's we'll... just shoot the shit a little bit, huh? Yeah. Um, if you're still listening at this point, yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna talk about my husband. Brock shoots guns. <laughs> oh no! I don't think I shoots my lord, man. Oh man, nice. I'm a love gun. That was the name of Chris Sabin and Matt Seidel's tag team. The Love Guns? Love Gun. Nice. That's cool, man. Um, I want to talk about... Ooh, actually, I had something if you were doing. Um, I was going to suggest Redragon, but you can say no. No. <laughs> Ooh, no. I want to do... We're going to go with something weird. And Hell I'm yeah. Gonna... My ex-husband, Mark Marrow. Mark Marin? Johnny B. Dad. The little Richard ripoff gimmick. No, oh. um, I want to do the weirdest storyline slash rumored storylines. Okay. So oh, like okay. May Young birthing a hand? Yes. Yep. Or I just want to do a deep dive in just the weird Oh, I'm excited for the clips that's gonna oh, be in our Beaver group test. Beaver Cleavage. Beaver Cleavage and his mom. Um talk Heidenreich being a frozen Nazi. May Young birthing a hand. Literally, literally, the Heidenreich as a frozen Nazi made Vince McMahon just get up out of a creative meeting and walk out. No words. He just got up and left when a writer that pitched That is the out. most shocking thing. <laughs> well, especially McMahon because being speechless and not being into a storyline for being too much. And it's especially because uh, Heyman was going to be the manager. Oh, really? Yikes. Ugh. Yeah. Well, we'll get way more into this. There's some yeah. good stuff here. That'll I'm be very fun. excited for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Bye. Happy Rusev Day. <laughs> Dead. Um, and Russell Boys three sixteen says, "Do boys want to see my dancing? That's Ooh. how it's done, baby." My poppy say no. 